Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Forever. Dog. Welcome back, everybody. It's Michelle Collins. I love a two-day break that only takes us five seconds. Like I love every day in quarantine. That's every day in quarantine. Has it been two days? Like, no, it's been 30 minutes. We end part one ago, and thank you guys. We'll see you Thursday. And we're back. Hi, everyone. It's Thursday now. Part two. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michelle Collins. It's midnight snack. Um I, you know what I'm going to do with you later? I'm going to read some advice because I know that Naomi Paragon is going to lay down. <laughs> you know what my dream is to have a show with you where we yell at people. How can we make that a oh. show? Oh my God. We must, we must. You have to use your pull. You're the hostess with the most. Pull. I'm barely yes. in the union, Naomi. Come on. <laughs> pull. Wait, were you hosting an Australian 90 day after show? I'm oh, not uh, 90 day. It was uh, the Australian married at first sight. Did you happen to watch married that show sight. by the way? Nope. I'm not, not I'm not hurt. It. I'm not hurt. Uh, it's the best. Sh- I'm only saying it because I only tell you to watch things that are good. Like I will. N- yes, I don't care if course. I'm being paid by the networks. If it's not good, I'm not right, saying shit. Right, right, right. It was <laughs> one of the best reality shows of the year. 
And it's, really? especially because okay. you lived there, um, mm-hmm. I think you would have really gotten a kick out of it. It was really good. I'm going to try it. I've never seen, I've never seen any of the Married at First Sights. I've only watched 90 Day and, you know, the other way and all that, but never Married at First Sight. I have broken out of my 90 Day spell. Um, I've Mm -hmm. said this a million times, I think, because the fans were so toxic that I, I honestly was scarred by having worked on the show and then having like so much negativity thrown my way. It actually kind of tainted the show for me. It ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, you're the one who got me into it. Is that true? I forgot that. Remember, it was like when I, we came, when you were visiting LA, that this went three years ago, I think, doing your pod. And it was me, Andy, Ryan Case. Oh, yeah. And we all came to talk and you were like, watch the latest episode and we'll talk about it. Well, how do you create a monster? Well, I you're welcome. I started with that one episode and was literally like, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> and was just like, so addicted. But that's so why, addicted. that's literally why I have a weight problem because I get into these shows and I'm like, now I can't move for days on end. Because, and also the thing with 90 Days, so many episodes. It's like, same with Bachelor yeah. and Bachelorette. It's I'm so long. Shut that slow, shorten that shit. I cannot be here (laughs) for four hours a week watching people who I would cross the street. Like these 90 day people just like scum of the earth, you know, the Americans, (laughs) the Americans. That is what I mean. Oh God. The Americans. Oh my God. The woman who looked like Donald Trump, who had the African. Oh, Angela. Yeah. And Angela and Michael. Um, Are you watching this week? It premiered. If you haven't, I think you should. Have you watched the real housewives of Salt Lake city? No, I haven't. And I was thinking I should try it. Naomi, you know, I do not steer you wrong. I would never. I know. I know. I would say if you had to watch any two seasons, Potomac is great if you don't watch it. And Uh Salt Lake City, I was like, I don't want to watch a bunch of Mormon. Like my take on it was, I don't care about Utah really. But mm-hmm. they have pulled together. First of all, people from all kinds of backgrounds. There's a Muslim woman, a Jewish woman, a Mormon. A, there's all kinds of a Pentecostal oh, uh, Christian. Wow. And they're all so fucking rich. Their clothing. <laughs> no, they are like fucked with money. It's it's not even like the bullshit. Wow. Like the New York women are not that rich. I mean, they're not poor. Right, but, right, right. No, these women are like fucked with money. And the looks and the fights. There was a woman. Are you ready for this? Who was forced to marry her step-grandfather. I was going to ask, this is the thing I wanted to talk about. I was like, is this a show with the grandfather? And that's when I said, I'm in. You, that's when I said, I'm in. This is a thing. Her name, first of all, last name, say it with me, Cosby. No coincidences oh, is what I say. <laughs> no coincidences where I come from. Mary Cosby. She, her grandmother, I guess like actual related grandmother, married this man. She died. She wrote in the will, I want you to marry Mary. And this, and so no. they're not blood related, but it's her fucking step grandfather. Yeah, it's her grandfather. Mm-hmm. Why would her grandmother, what? Wait, they're not still married, right? Oh, very married. What? Yes. And that's how she's a real housewife? Yes. She's married to her step grandfather? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I gotta watch this. Yeah. yeah, I gotta watch this. Yep. <laughs> Yep. I thought it was just like a blip in her past. No. That was a fun talking point. Blip in the press. It's a current oh, blip. Shit. Current blip. Yeah, uh, I gotta watch it. It's, it's yeah. phenomenal. And there's another storyline where um, a woman, her aunt got both her legs amputated. I mean, I literally was watching it like both my eyeballs were Beetlejuice in my mouth. I had like <laughs> cone nose. I was like, I don't understand how they crammed so much stuff into the uh, first premiere episode. They really... They knew. They knew they had to, because they knew people felt like you did, which was like Utah. And they were like, nah, bitch, we're going to show them Utah. And they said, let's bring it. <laughs> That's what they did. They gave you the best of the best insanity. The best of the absolute best. Um, what are you working on other than obviously your stand up? Because for those, obviously, you 
obviously need to follow Naomi at Blackdress on Twitter and Blackdress Comedy on Instagram. Uh, vote for her in the Wowie Awards. She's a wow celebrity on the rise. Set a calendar reminder. Go to worldofwonder.net. Vote for her. But Naomi, what are you? You're a writer in Broad City, the funniest show ever. God. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, babe. And uh, I see it says que- Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Now, I know that's not Raven Simone, my friend. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you would love Raven that- Simone, by the way. She's the best. Oh, my gosh. I can only imagine, considering in a lot of ways, I feel like I grew up with her. Right. Do you know what I mean? Meaning, mm-hmm. she was so little on the Cosby show. And I remember when she, when they brought her character on, and because I wanted to be an actress when I was little, I was like, I'm so jealous of her. And it was like, ma'am, what are you talking about? Little 10-year-old Naomi. I don't think she booked it over you, you know? Um, no, that was she, a real, like... She had... Well, first of all, she was the cutest kid ever, but she had like something very special you know it's like there's just some but yeah. you know what I bet we because I also thought I could be a great actress did your parents encourage you to get into this business or were you like no no, no my mom like kind of like when I was younger like it's funny because I liked all that stuff and I wanted to be an actor but I was a shy kid really so my yeah so my mom was like maybe you want to just like take a class not saying I should be famous but she's like I'm sick of you talking about it why don't you go and just and I was like oh no I can't do it I can't do it in front of people you know what I mean so I never really did but she was not. No, no, no. I think even now, like every now and then, we'll talk. Where she'll be like, "Are you making money?" Like she, like kind of, like she knows I do stuff, but she doesn't know what that means in American dollars. Parents have no you know? idea what this. I mean, I'll be honest. If I had a kid who wanted to get into this, I'd also be like, you know, in Looney Tunes, like when they remove the cloche and there's a single bean that they slice. I'm like, <laughs> is that dinner? Like, how are you making dinner for yourself? Because it does seem crazy that we do make money for doing these things because it's like fun, but it is work. Right. I, I think there's like this myth, you know, Raven mythic quest. I don't know. I just wanted to tie back <laughs> of like this being so fun all the time and, you know, just creatively. But there's a lot of annoying shit that happens in this business, too. And not just work wise, I think personally it's like there's always like blurred lines also with work life and personal life and it's kind of like yeah 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 of course you're getting paid to basically sell your soul to either a network or comedy central or or instagram or whatever it is or just one crazy person with an idea i think to me the big part of it is as you said like it is what i think i've dealt with the most is like you just don't have control over your life we are in a business where someone will tell you on 48 hours notice you need to travel here or stop what you're doing and go here or um, we're going to keep you here for 17 hours, a 17 hour day. And it's like, you don't really have say, you know what I mean? Like, I think unless you're, you know, Viola Davis, you got to do what these people tell you to do. Right. You know, and that I think is a part that sometimes people think, Lesnar's like, we love the work, very blessed, very, you know, lucky to actually be making the money doing it. But I think that's the part I know I didn't know going in. That's right. You know, when I was like, I want to do this. And then I'd be like, oh, shit. (laughs) It's like. A lot more than I thought. But yeah, like Mythic Quest is fun. We started shooting season two. It's exciting. Um, that's on Apple TV. And we started up and that's been fun. Um, I love it. I get tested for COVID three times a week. Do you? I've never felt more free. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even go, to, I don't even work every day because I'm like a recurring. So I get all the, I get all the COVID perks. I get the tests. I wish, and then- I wish I would get tested. I actually, um, I feel like every time I've worked recently and I've had to get tested, weirdly, I'm like paying out of pocket. I have to go to like, it's never been chic. Mm. Do you want to hear something that's <laughs> going to make you shit? I yeah. I heard through my sources here in the UK from a number of sources, actually, that they are just not testing people on camera here. Like they, 
Wow. I I have um so I have a friend who does like why well, I, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but uh I've heard from a number of people actually that they will <laughs> they don't care. Like there's there's networks that care and then there's some that don't and they just social distance and that's it. So they just shoot everything with a little six foot buffer. That's right. So but it's tr- but I thought they got the universal health care. I thought if there's anybody who would be giving out cocoa tests, it would be the UK. Not only that, in fact, because I got tested last week, I was just paranoid and I might honestly go tomorrow. I, I, honestly, out of just to compete with you. Like hearing that you get tested three times a week, I'm like, <laughs> well, I gotta get it tomorrow if Naomi's getting it three times a week. Um, but it cost me like two hundred and fifty bucks basically out of pocket to do it. Mm-hmm. Which is to me, it's worth it because it's like the peace of mind well, that you're buying. Of course, it's like the, but still, yeah. I, th- I think that's higher than I thought it would be, and I thought it would be mm-hmm. free. I thought we're trying to nip this pandemic in the bud. No, it's this is an absolute shit show. I did not know how bad it was here. Just as far as like the yeah. lack of respect for this thing is yeah, yeah, yeah. unheard of. I know you have to go in 15 minutes. I'm watching my clock. Oh no, no, yeah, I'm yeah. Do your thing. We're good. My cocoa test is until 12:30 now. I thought it was going to be. Do they come to yeah. your house to do it? Sometimes, not always, but today they had to. I don't mind getting it done. I've gotten about four of them and I don't know how you are, but I'm very proud of myself because I can take a lot of pain. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> Wait, are they always are they always doing the nose? Because I, I haven't gotten the nose in a while. Now they do like the throat. I've done one throat, three nose. Yeah, that's impressive. I don't mind it either. I agree. Like there's also something about the nose to me that feels a little more real. That's like how you're I getting feel. up in there, you're getting brain tissue. Well, I think when I realized that I'm I have something mentally and physically wrong with me is I went to a place in New York to get tested and the girl took the things and shoved them all the way down my nose. And I just kind of looked up and then she pulled them out and she went, You didn't cry. Which and I said, <laughs> and I said, excuse me, she goes, Everybody cries. You're the first person. <laughs> It's like, I'm so emotionally dead. She goes, you're the first person who's not shed a, a, literally a tear. And I was like, that's cool. But then later I was like, the fuck? Like, why would she even tell me that? Like, am I, what a weird thing to say to me. And so it, that really stuck with me. Um, Cause I'm not, are you an emotional person? Do you cry a lot? And if so, will yeah. you teach me how? Oh, yeah. Some, sometimes, <sighs> honey, just for fun, just a little cleansing cry. I you need know? to be able to tap into that. A cleanse cry. Does it, is it that it doesn't, um. Is it that you don't feel sad, like meaning it doesn't come out and cry? Yeah. Like, for, are you someone who, like, when you're having a feeling, I could see you being somebody who, like, when you were having a feeling, you were like, I have to go take a walk. I get, you know, I think like, I get angry. I would say it's yeah. unhealthy how I deal with it, probably. But I also come, <laughs> not to make this all about my mom, but she never cried. I have never seen my mom cry. Wow. And so I think it's, you know, I'm almost like how sons never see their fathers cry and then they grow yeah, up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the woman version of that. It's like, I'm just like, <laughs> no, I just don't. I will. I have obviously. I'm not like an actual fucking right, robot, right, right, yeah, yeah. but it just doesn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not your. Yeah, it's not your go-to. Doesn't it's come easily. No, feeling. no. Is your dad? What is your dad? Is he a tender shepherd? Sobs. <laughs> my poor father. My father. I remember I read them my college admissions essay, which um, spoiler alert was about the Holocaust, duh, and got to pull those <laughs> strings. You know, got to pull those strings. And I was sitting. It was about like my grandparents, etc. And I just read it. And we were on the couch in my house and I looked at him and my dad's eyes, I've never seen wetter eyes. Like they were just, they were like two shiny glass paperweights with like pupils inside <laughs> and they were this big. And he was so, and my mom was dry as a bone. She was like, great. You're a great writer. I was like, thanks mom. Okay. We've talked about pandemic. Let's talk about your single. And then we're going to do advice because I'm dying to ask you advice questions. This happens every week, by the way, where today I genuinely felt so sick. And I was like, I texted Tracy. I was like, listen, I'm not feeling well. Let's do an hour with Naomi. And now I like don't want you to go. I'm like, Naomi, <laughs> ek, parent, <again." laughs> 
That's because you're a fucking also pro, okay? Come on. You come in, you're like, I don't feel great. You're like, the cameras are on. You're on. The microphone's on. Mish call, 100%. I'm a, I'm a, 100%. I'm a fucking robot. You're right. I'm a robot. Okay? <laughs> Everybody wins. Naomi Perrigan uh, had a single that you put on Bandcamp. Is that the place... <laughs> Where people can, I want yes. people to buy this from you. People get your yes, money out. we're doing it on Bandcamp because I originally, I was like, oh, you can Venmo me. But then I ended up getting so many requests. It was like, I just spent like a whole night just like emailing How strangers annoying. and sending them stuff. So go to Bandcamp, couplestherapypod.bandcamp. And you can buy Bye Bitch, which is a song, you know, it's just 45 seconds for the 45th president. Coincidence? I think not. Um, <laughs> Just... Talking about how the whole the whole Trump crew is out. I was so excited. I, I was singing it around the house on Saturday, and then Andy put broke. He was like, he's like, "This is so funny." He's like, "We should put some music to it." And I was like, "Do you know how to do that?" And he was like, "Yeah." And so we did, and we just had We've been singing "Bye Bitch" around the house, and then we're gonna. The money is gonna go to a grassroots, like an on the ground organization in Georgia working on the runoffs. Oh my god, you're you're you a know? hero for that, by the way, because those Georgia runoffs are. Like, I thought, oh, great, Biden won. We can, like, not be stressed anymore for the first time in four, mm-hmm. really, in five years. I know. And yeah. now I'm, like, still, like, smoking blunts. I don't smoke weed, but it would be funny <laughs> if that's what I was doing. But I'm so stressed about those two elections. It's Me crazy. Too. Me too. Well, the fact that also just him acting like a goddamn baby. And because my whole thing is, like, he never really wanted to be president. Never. You know? And so I think it's just so funny. Yeah. That, like, the whole, it's like, the man never wanted to be president. He just like wants his like, you know, his cult, his attention. And now he won't leave where I'm like, just leave. You still get all the things, right? Like he's going to start his like TV station. He can have all the rallies he wants. I'm like, stop being dramatic about it. Well, Even though fucking Four Seasons Total Landscaping was my favorite Funniest thing, thing of all time. No question about it. Here's my question about it. What is the end game for him in this scenario? Because he's not president. So it's like eventually he's going to have to be seen eating a major pile of shit. I can't wait. <laughs> but it's like the bigger that you're building this thing up, unless genuinely and everyone's like, oh, he's doing a coup, civil war. Who the fuck knows what he's doing? But it's like you're gonna eat shit in front of everyone eventually i would want to get the shit eating done with right away if anything i would be out of right. that white house first thing in the morning like leaving it I all know, fucked up like on monday on monday it. i would have been like you're like honey i'm out of business because again he didn't want to do it he barely did it to begin with so it's like you might as well let biden get up in there him and fauci get together and cure the cocoa and then you can just go sit in the house. Go sit in the house. The whole it reminds me of like you know? when you quit a job and then there's nothing more disgusting than when you quit a job and they go, listen, can you train the new person coming in? I'm going, what do I look like a fucking idiot? And of course I'm not going to train this person. I hate you. Number one, are you paying me more? Then I'll train them. No. Like, why would I take my time at a job that I literally don't want to be at anymore? And I know. that's the Trump thing too. I'm like, this is your time. Get out. You don't have to do anything. Don't even clean it. They'll send professionals right. in. Just leave your shit there. Right. They have to buy all right. new They'll sheets. Get crime scene techs, crime yes. scene technicians who will just come in there and just fucking bleach, sage it, bleach. Start, it. Honestly, rebuild it. Rebuild the White House. You draw a whole, like somebody just tear it down, build it back. Up. They need the property brothers to come into the White House, redo yeah. all, and make the whole thing backslash. Like the whole thing. I want <laughs> Oval Office. Shiplap, shiplap, and backsplash. <laughs> they need the Gaineses. Joanna Gaines to come in. Ship it up, lap it up, back it up, splash it up. 
I need it. Can we release? Can we release that single? Ship it up, lap it up, back it up, splash it up, back it up, splash it up. Okay, yes, oh yes, I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work on that. I also that's gonna be it. I also want to add that I really look forward to the day where we can stop donating shit to charity. Like, can we also keep some money? (laughs) I'm saying, I know. (laughs) Like, I didn't know that you were. I know. I'm being honest. It's enough. Enough grassroots. Enough grassroots. I I don't make that much money. I mean, I'm not like eating out of the garbage. Uh, not by choice. I do, but by choice. You know what I mean? Like I can, I don't have to, but it would be nice if I could do something once and then be like money for me, you know? Anyway. I know. I know. I mean, I feel that way. It's like, tr- it's tricky. Cause it does feel like, yeah, we're still in this point where it's like, it feels a little tone deaf or not tone deaf, but it feels like I'm afraid of seeming selfish. Yes, of course. But I'm, you know, and I'm also trying to be like, okay, Naomi, you can pay your bills and you're okay. So like, let's see what we can do to help. Especially because I'll tell you this though, Mish, you know, I'm not a frontline I'm not a frontline protester. I'm not a frontline worker. I feel like the only thing I kind of can do right. is give money. I get it. And so I'm like, that's the reason why. Because I'm like, I got to do something, honey. Because I've been saying, I don't have the upper body strength for a race war. We have got to solve some of these issues. My eyes but just I'm lost not- <laughs> full focus. Like if there, <laughs> I have no pupils left. It's just the whites. I can't believe <laughs> No, I get it totally though. Where I don't. You feel like helpless. I mean, this is certainly in the pa- over the past yeah. year, you know, here on the podcast, on the radio show. I mean, listen, on my radio show, I'm like, there are so many white women who listen to that radio show that every day I was stumping for Biden, mm-hmm. stumping for Democrats. I've lost Instagram followers because of it. I've, I'm mm-hmm. so anti-Trump. I'm like, I'm going to use this. And also, of course, with the raising money and, and helping yeah. nonprofits, you know, it's, it makes you feel good to do it. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I just wish that like, I just want to get to a place where we don't have to constantly exactly. be protesting where we can just like make everyone's lives nice. I know. I know. Well, that's what I've been trying to do. Cause there's sometimes I'm always like, should I, I'm like, do people, not do people think this, but sometimes I wear, I'm like, do I not appear woke if I don't comment on whatever, like the issue of the day or issue of the week is, um, but at the same time, I think there's a part of me that because, for instance, when I scroll, I'm seeing everyone I know comment on it, right? Because I'm in that, whatever that group is. So that I then sometimes look on socials and I try to be like, who wants a joke for half a second? Yeah. Who wants to hear me yell about Trader Joe's? Like, just like a break from it, because I know, or at least as far as I can see, you are getting all that information from all other sides, it, right? It yeah. depends on who you are. I, it's funny you say that because I... <sighs> There's such a fine line with this like Instagram activism and my, Mm -hmm. my, the thing that I hate most on this earth is to like become annoying with it or seem insincere, you know, where it's like, uh, it just looks like you're doing it just for the likes, you know what I mean? And I've seen, Mm -hmm. so, so I've been very careful about choosing what to post about, making sure that it's Mm -hmm. focused and using the platform for good, obviously, and honestly to help raise money for things, et cetera. But like, I mean... I got to say, and I know that this is now, it's sort of waned a little bit, which I can't just, I don't think it's a good thing. I'm very torn about it with like all the Breonna Taylor stuff where, you know, people were turning her into a meme, which I thought was literally so disgusting. I was, I know I did a piece on Samantha B about this. I literally pitched, it was about online activism, you know, in particular, specifically Breonna Taylor, where I was like, is this helping? Is this doing anything like a watercolor painting of Breonna? That someone made I'm like is this really getting us what we need and for how many people is that the first and last step right in terms of like my favorite I saw somebody had hashtag say her name hashtag Brianna Tyler meaning they have spelled it wrong 
A misspelled name uh, hashtag no. is literally our problem in a nutshell. <laughs> like By the way, like block, block that person. The day that I realized, for me, what really, like, when I actually snap, like, you know, in Looney Tunes, when the people just start babbling, I'm yeah. scrolling... <laughs> Very, I'm not going to say his name. Very, very lovely guy. Before I say anything, I, I actually was mm-hmm, like, should mm-hmm. I even say this here? Because I don't, I hope he never finds out that I brought it up. Someone who I really like, good heart. And I'll say before I say what it was, that he did a nice job. So that mm-hmm. it wasn't offensive in the quality of the work. Uh-huh. But you're going to, yes. you're going to fucking hate this so much. I actually, <laughs> I'm actually afraid to tell you. <laughs> I just realized I have to tell this to you. Naomi, he carved a Brianna Taylor pumpkin. No. Okay. No. And I looked at it and it was like in Indiana Jones where like my eye holes just had smoke coming out of it. I was like, how (laughs) did someone who means well, you know, he's not an asshole. Yes. Think that this was okay. And I understand like he was expressing himself, but you know what? If you want to do it, don't post. I I felt so that's when I was like, I can't live on earth. Like I can't live on earth anymore. Right. right, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. That don't help the revolution. Uh, yeah, Brianna Pumpkin don't help the revolution. I and it's just like, it's like, that's what kills me about it. But it's also like, there's so many people where, and I mean, I, I think I'm experiencing this more like people I know in LA where like everyone was so quick to be like blacklivesmatter.com and like post a website. But then I was like, I know for a fact, I'm the only black person you know. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, be stuff where you're like, where it's like, or like in the business where it's like, I know you hire like writers rooms and don't hire any POC. Yeah. And you know, and so it's kind of like, yeah, Yeah. it's like, I don't need your performance. Like do the shit on the ground, like do the shit in your daily life. Right. And it's just like, so it's so wild. And, but you know, and it's, and and it's, and it's, I don't know, it's tricky. Cause sometimes I do think it depends. Like I was reading something we were doing this Samantha B piece and trying to like do research to kind of talk about it and they were saying those the kind of posts the value of those posts is like directly proportional to the circles you run in so for instance if you are you know you live in a conservative small town where you know racism is rampant and stuff like that when you post about brianna taylor you actually are raising awareness within that group of people you know you're bringing something to life that people may not be talking about but if you and i like we're sitting here as like you know, New Yorkers who have like a diverse friend group, hang out with, you know, all kinds of people who are also furious about the same thing. Our posting is less raising awareness and more letting everybody in our group know that we we're woke. Right. You know, absolutely. Depending on where you're depending on where you're at. I mean, again, like it's funny because you were talking about how you lost some followers. So when I posted my bye bitch song about Trump, I got two comments that were hilarious to me. The first one was like this older white lady who was like, I was a fan of you, but this is too far. Unfollowing now. You do you. And I just, it cracked me up because I was like, babe, where you been? You can't be a fan of my black ass and then suddenly think me saying bye, bitch, is too far. That means you (laughs) did not know me. Yeah. That means you thought I was someone else entirely. You were not a fan. And then the second comment was some like, white like older white dude who didn't even follow me Hmm. and he was like he was like there's no need to rub it in it seems people can't be humble even when they win i said sir you came to my page sir this is a wendy's you know what i mean like you can't be coming up on my page saying i'm rubbing it into you that's right i didn't tell you to come here i don't know you 
And also rub it the fuck in. Are you kidding me? That's that's what made me laugh about these unfollows where I think it was like they were so bitter to try to, to eat that crow of him losing mm-hmm. had to hurt so much that it actually gave me strength when they unfollowed me. I became stronger. <laughs> I cried less during my Corona tests. Like I was like, yes, choke on it choke on it because yeah. the fact yeah. that you were okay following me because you were like, well, he's got it. And then when he lost, yeah. you were like, I can't, I can't even look at any even liberal exactly. stuff. I'm, I don't know. The ha- true snowflakes, the true snowflakes. Oh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, I was like, Oh, I didn't like the man who literally would not piss on me if I was on fire to put it out. You know what I mean? Like this man wouldn't give a shit. He'd make and you I'm, piss on him. He'd make you piss Thank on him you. while you're on fire. <laughs> He'd be like, piss on me. Um, <laughs> That's a fun fetish. Okay, I have an idea. Light me on fire. I'll piss on you. Um, I I have some advice here. Our producer, Tracy, who 90% of the listeners think I made up because every week I go, hey, Trace, and they don't think she's here. Uh, we love Tracy. So Tracy compiles some advice every week, which, and by the way, yes. that was a great conversation. And I feel, I feel less crazy. I don't know how to put it. I'm just okay. like, because yeah. I, I, it's, it's a fine line. It's, it's really sensitive it and is. it's. I think everyone's figuring it out. Here's, I will just end by saying, I think, and I don't know, but I do think that there has been change. Like, I do think that they're like the networks I feel and media magazines they're seeing, well, they got called out. I don't think that it's changing even mentally who they are. I think that just for the visual of it, Right, they're right, like, right. We the ha- optics. Exactly. Like, we have to do something. We have to do something. Which is better than nothing, but I mean, is yeah. it the intention? You know, that's a whole other conversation. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, okay, let's do these advice questions. So yes, this is Dear Abby. I already love this one because now, mm-hmm. how long have you been married, Naomi? Well, we're still not like not married? married, but we've been together oh, for over a decade. I really thought you yeah, were yeah. married. I'm sorry. I oh, always no, thought he was your husband. I mean, when you say it, I would never, I would never correct you because I'm like, it's been 10 years. You know what I mean? That's like so become funny. parent that I'm like, uh-huh. Like I would call him my husband. He ain't going nowhere. I legitimately thought you were married. Like no lie. This is, this is now breaking <laughs> news for me. Okay. Well, your partner, right? So let's just yeah. call him husband. But 10 years is yeah. a long time. Did you meet in comedy? I don't know. Yes, we did at UCB. Wow. At the UCB theater. One of yeah. the many UCB romances, right. listener. One of the many <laughs> UCB romances. <laughs> um, so let me read this. I I just, is this the whole answer? Okay. The title is Naomi Suter continues to pursue woman despite being ghosted. Okay. Scary already. I will say, and I just want to make sure this whole answer that, you know, the amazing thing about phones these days is we can block people and you can just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get rid of everyone, which is nice. Uh, dear Abby. <laughs> It's like, by the way, are we in 1956? Dear Abby. I know. Dear Abby is very sweet. A man has been... Now, I want you to try to guess the age of this writer because I'm confused. This might be like an older woman. A man has been reaching out to me on social media for three years. Yeah, older woman. For sure. Yeah. He claims to be in love with me after having met me once briefly, and I think I believe him. Hmm. Mm. Bit of an ego. Okay. (laughs) Bit of an ego. Uh, It's hard to explain, but I think I may feel the same way toward him. Uh. Oh, this isn't a psycho. Okay. It's a mentally ill woman. Okay, what? The problem is I've ignored him for the last three years. This is not where I thought this was going at all. I know. This is a wild... Okay, okay, okay. I believe he is in love with me, and I think I might be in love with him. We met briefly, but I have not spoken to him. His name Continue. is Beast. I'm Beauty. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> like, what? Okay. Um, I blocked him on all social media, but he keeps finding ways to contact me. I will say that is scary. That is scary. Yeah. That's, yeah social yeah, yeah. media is like evil, I think, deep down. 
Um, but not even deep down on the surface, just straight up evil. But you know what? You don't even. I love it. I love it. What are you <laughs> okay. He even had flowers delivered to my house. Oh, sweet. Uh, but he knows your address. I don't like that. That's true, by the way. Have you ever, can I, well, no, you know, let's not talk about it. I actually don't like to talk about stalker stories because I find it's creepy and it just gives people ideas. You know what I mean? Like not in the mood. (laughs) I will say that that flowers to me are a lovely thing. And I actually bought fresh flowers for this apartment, but I also call flowers future garbage because you're literally handing me future stinky fucking rotted trash. (laughs) But thank you. It's romantic. They're like, can you throw this out for me in seven days? And it smells like fucking zoo diarrhea. I mean, it stinks. It smells so bad. Okay. <laughs> to tell the truth, I ghosted him because I'm terrified of what our love at first sight connection could mean. I've been hurt in the past. I know a relationship of this magnitude could destroy me emotionally. This, these are two crazy people who deserve each other. Yeah. <laughs> I feel terrible for ignoring him, but my friends and family insist he's a stalker. See, here we go. And they would yeah. never understand if I decided to pursue a relationship with him. I feel paralyzed. What should I do? What? This is really well, what tough. You need to do, what you need to do is find a therapist and someone to talk to. Because the thing about it to me is when she, the reason why I say a therapist, and I don't mean that to be glib, is she's like, I am worried about what a relationship of this magnitude could do to me emotionally. Well, it sounds like you're not in a good place. Yeah, at all. You know what I mean? Like if you're so, if you can be like kind of like so rattled, if it's so like, Meaning, because I'm assuming what this person's saying is like when it ends, it will be like so devastating. And it's like, not only are you planning something that hasn't happened yet, but if you cannot cope with the very everyday experience of a relationship ending, not that it's great, but if you think you're going to be so devastated, you got to, honey, you got to fortify Seek yourself. help. You got to get with somebody. Yeah, you got to get some help. What if I had, that's too much. What if I hadn't stopped reading it? It was like, sincerely, Michelle Collins. Oh my God, <laughs> twist. It's me. Okay, rude, what you said. Uh, but, go on. Yeah, he is also, but like, right, that is a stalker. It's been three years and this person still finds ways to kind of, because, but here's the other thing though. Go on. It sounds like this writer kind of likes it. No, she's you into know? it. Like, it's like, this right. is the fetish. So this is the thing. The question is like when people say, oh, he's a stalker, but then I would have to say like, have you done anything to indicate that you're okay with it? Even if it is like, if he sends you flowers and then you write, thank you for the flowers. Like that's enough to make somebody feel like, okay, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. You know? So then that would be my question. Like, did you really ghost him? Or did you just like, are you just a specter? Are you still a cool breeze? You know what I mean? It's, it's a very, it's, you're right. I think therapy, I feel like all advice could be answered with, you just need therapy. Like everyone writing questions, like go <laughs> seek a therapist. Um, I haven't read Abby's answer yet, but I will say it's problematically short for me. It's about, it's three sentences. I don't love that. Really? Yes. That's one sentence for every year. This man has been stalking this woman. And I'm not a fan. <laughs> she says, if a relationship, exactly what you said, if a relationship of this magnitude could destroy you emotionally, I don't recommend pursuing it. Sane individuals who have been ignored for three years usually take the hint and walk away. Listen to your family. Yep. What this man has been doing is, to say the least, unusual and could indeed be considered stalking. That's a terrible answer, though, because there and that's it. There's nothing else. You're not addressing yeah. that this woman feels emotionally like she's literally saying, I think I love him. I mean, there's a lot right. more to dig into there than just him stalking right. you. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Abby. I mean, but you said, though, you were like, they're both when you're like, yeah, they're two crazies made for each other. And I'm like, they both seem very extra, very dramatic mm. to both have a brief encounter and come out feeling like you love somebody. I need to know what this brief encounter was. I'm da- like, I when know. they say brief meeting, 
Was it lovemaking? Ma'am, you dropped this. was it just a conversation? Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> hey, ma'am, you, you dropped this. <laughs> so stupid. He's in love with me, and I think I feel the same. I know. I was walking down Broadway. You're right, though. Did they fuck each other or not? That's a good one. Yeah. Well, sex will also it's fuck a-, a man up. You know that, where it's like they're locked and loaded, yep. you know? <laughs> Ma'am, I'm going to ask you this question, and I we're going to go in a little bit. I I always say that, and then I'll keep you for another hour. You know, that's that's my <laughs> trick. That's my trick. But I don't want you to go. Can I call my ex friend a whore and still be a feminist? What? <laughs> Can I call my ex friend a whore? This is from Jezebel. It's I'm going to tell you the question is in the typical Jezebel sense, real long. Like I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh shit, I got to Unlike the other one. Dear fuck up, I'm currently in the very shady, shitty midst of a divorce. Uh oh. Do you have you heard of any pandemic divorces? By the way, do you know of any? No, no, no I have not. Mm. But I, I get it. Hundred percent. Remember when? <laughs> remember when it, it was in China and like the lines at the Chinese divorce places were yes! literally miles yes! long. Yes, yes. I read that. Like, yeah. As soon as they lifted a ban, it was like everybody was like. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they lived in quarantine, people were moving out their houses. I was like picturing myself like in China looking fucking hot, being like, hey, like rolling in <laughs> off the plane. Okay. Uh, our marriage ended for a lot of valid reasons that truly don't have much to do with the following bit of info. My husband had a very close friendship with a female mutual friend of ours. I like it already. You know, I love shit like this. Okay. <laughs> By the way, this, the font is so tiny. I'm like, I have like a jeweler's thing in my eye. Okay. <laughs> They'd been friends since childhood, 20 years. All right. And she subsequently became a really good friend of mine. But in the last eight months of my marriage, they engaged in an emotional affair. What's your take on emotional affairs? Do you think it's hurtful, certainly, but even if no physical things happen? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, um, tu- it's a very tough one. It's interesting. No, I, it, I, I was like, I don't understand emotional affairs. Like, I remember. But now I kind of like, OK, if I found out Andy was talking about me. To someone else in like a derisive, I can't stand her or she's doing this or that. Oh, yeah. It would be a wrap. It would be a wrap. So now I kind of do understand. I'm like, oh, emotional affairs are terrible. Like you can't, you know, you can't at the very, because at the very least, even if you don't necessarily like love that other person, you're selling out your partner to somebody. That's it. Like selling them out hard. <laughs> and it's like. In a, dis- in a disgusting like, way. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'd rather you leave me, honey. That's why I keep my own money. Leave me. Do not make a fool of me, but you can walk right out that door. I like am fearful for Andy. If God forbid, <laughs> I'm going to have to like intervene. God forbid that ever happens. Okay, I fucking love Andy, by the way. He's the sweetest angel. He's such a sweetheart. Um, no, I agree. And also, I think, you know, if a man like then also puts his, tells his problems to someone and not exactly. you. Yeah. It's not good. Especially like against someone who knows you. So, you know, obviously she's, if she's known him for 20 years or whatever, like, so they go way back, but you're in essence, that is also like your friend too. That's right. And so then it's also extra shady. Cause then it's like, you're to me, it's collusion. You're both colluding collusion. It's collusion. <laughs> she says the extent of which I may never fully know about the affair because they both turned out to be disappointing, dishonest and shitty people. Imagine being married to a man. Can I say like, I'm looking at all these divorces happening, like celebrity divorces where like yeah. Jamie King is like fighting and they're going to court. And I'm like, can you believe that at one time you were in love with this person? Like you gave your entire soul over to someone and then you want them dead. Like that is marriage scares the shit out of me. Honestly, I'm just like, I- it's, it's scary. It's like, I don't know. It frightens me. I know. uh, All right. No, I get it. I totally get it. This is therapy for me. Poor Naomi. I'm like, (laughs) Naomi. That's what I am, though. 
Right? I'm scared of it too. I mean, like when I joke, I feel like I have my own money, but it's like that kind of is a part of my thing. And like, you know, because I grew up with a single mom and like kind of was like, I do have this kind of need to feel like I could take care of myself. Yeah. Like, but that doesn't mean I don't love Andrew with all my heart. But I think for my own sanity, I need to know that if anything ever went south, I was okay. Totally. You know, I'm okay. And that's just how I am. And it doesn't mean I don't love you or don't trust you. It just means like, I just need to know. It's just like nice to just know I have a little bit of a personal cushion. No, you, every you woman should. to act a fool. Every yeah. woman. I'm, I'm single and I have a stash in my house. I'm like, you, you know, know what? The you never know. Okay, so... He moved in with her, sorry, rented a room from her six weeks after oh. they ended their marriage. You're going to love this. Now, three oh, months God. later, is in a public relationship with her. This has been a <gasps> fully awful and emotionally devastating experience for me. I'm heartbroken. I feel bad for this woman. Angry, yeah. humiliated, and stressed the fuck out. My actual question revolves around how I can express my feelings about this, my, our new band name, Devious Gash. <laughs> <laughs> My husband will pay a fucking lot in our divorce settlement and he has enough self-awareness to know he's a bad man. His personal shame settles my animosity towards him, but her, oh, and you know that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very, uh, not vindictive, but I carry grudges. I've, yeah, 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 yeah. I will Hold say, on to that resentment. I do. I will. I have to actually give myself credit that I would say as I've aged, I've gotten mm-hmm. a lot better about letting things go. Like I get upset about things, but releasing them at least just yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes you feel better. Yeah. 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 You have to, you have to, because what they say resentment, right. Is drinking, you're drinking the poison and waiting for the other person to die. I, pff, that's my energy. That's my religion. That's my religion. Okay. <laughs> I'll make it quick. I'm a sex positive person who's pro sex work loudly disparages people who attempt to be smart strippers. Yet all I want to do is call this dumb bitch a stupid whore. Ditsy ho, dirty sliz, etc. Fun letter to read. I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah, reading she's it. Fun. She's fine. I like she's her. Fun. How can I reconcile my feminism with my need to hate on this horrid bitch? Especially since now that I'm single as fuck, I'm about to hit up all the dick. Signed, not so feminist. <laughs> That's like, by the way, this to me felt like vent sesh. Like I got to get yeah. all my feelings out about these people. This is what I want to call her. It's kind of a stupid question. Like you can, I... I'm like, you can do it. You're not, not a feminist. I mean, like this is like your own personal, like you're holding yourself accountable, which is like blessed. Yes. But I wouldn't say you were not feminist. What you are is hurt. Hurt. And that to me is what stupid horror signifies. <laughs> you're feeling very hurt by this person who, cause stuff like that also always gets me mish because it's like, was she wanting this guy the whole time? Well, you know what I mean? Like was this friend who was around, who was friends with you just like waiting for an opening? Waiting. That's what I don't like. Waiting for an opening. I, uh, I'll tell you this. before I, The response is 100 pages long, so I may not even read it. <laughs> I would not call her a whore. I would call her a devious gash. I'd be like, <laughs> who, that devious gash? That's what that bitch yeah. is. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not about whore. It's, it's, it's devious. It's manipulative. It is... Um, the world's worst person you can ever trust. You can't trust. You know what I mean? Like she can just like, I mean, like she can, she can never be trusted. You know what I like to say about people, instead of saying someone's like a super horse, like I wish you the worst, mm. you know, like the people say like all the best. I'm like all the worst, you know, like just say it's like, Oh, how is she wish her the worst? Wait, can we start a podcast called all the worst? I have so many ideas for us <laughs> where we just every week talk about the worst people that week. I mean, truly that would yes. be a great idea for a show. Oh my God. I'm, that is so fun. They're going to be all the worst. Is- I'm in. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna just boil this down because Naomi has to get Corona tested. I want to keep her here during the swab. <laughs> I actually want to watch it on the podcast, but she won't let me. 
basically the writer says to this lovely woman, I would try to keep in mind, it's good advice, that between your ex and his new girlfriend, he's the one who broke the bigger promise. That is true. I wouldn't be so quick to let him off the hook. You know, women always want to blame the other woman, which is completely understandable because of jealousy, but it's him. Yeah, it's him. It's him. It's most certainly him. I mean, if they were in a relationship, they didn't actually start dating until after. Wow. You know, you guys broke up. I mean, right. We'll never know. We'll never know. But we'll never know. You know, also like him. He's also he also just strikes me again. Literally don't even know the man from a hole in the wall. But whenever someone like you get out of a marriage and then you like move in with someone else, it's like you just want to be taken care of and you uh, want to be the center of someone's attention. Baby and man. you baby are like, man. yeah, baby man. It's like, so it's very like, no, this is on him, but also she sucks. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. But yeah, it's like hard. Again, your feelings are hurt. So it's like, and it's harder to be mad at the person you loved for so long. You know what I mean? It's easier to be mad at like, the woman as opposed to like because really what you are is heart you're hurt oh it's so yeah. sad well it fucking sucks I hate to end on this note because just we've had such a good time this week why don't we, we got s- into it i really it was perfect had the best time with you honestly like you healed me from whatever disease i had um <laughs> and i'm younger for it i feel better for it naomi Paragon, genuinely naomi you are not just one of the funniest but one of the best and sweetest and i just love you so much truly oh my about you queen i i love you person i will put on a bold lip for in the morning and it really looks beautiful and i'm now embarrassed because i usually do an eyeliner but i was so like weak earlier that i'm just like naomi will get it the skin is creamy and dreamy the hair is full as always thank you you give it to me all you are a queen for the ages oh well our new podcast all the worst i mean i wouldn't (laughs) i wouldn't count on it happening but i would do it um follow naomi on instagram she's one of the funniest ever at black dress comedy and on twitter at black dress more importantly, please vote for Naomi for her Wow Lebrity on the Rise Award. Go to worldofwonder.net. You can vote every single day for the next couple weeks. Um, yes. This is, I'm telling you, I'm not just saying it because you were a guest. I wouldn't have any of the other nominees on this podcast. That's not necessarily. <laughs> I don't want to like start beef with people. I mean, I might have the hall and drag race guys on and maybe that Bromsman girl, but the rest, I don't mean the real estate agents coming on here. I don't care. (laughs) And also buy uh, Naomi single by bitch. Go to couplestherapypod.bandcamp.com. It's a long one, but I think people can figure it it out. We don't find it, honey. Buy bitch. Is it, is it linked to what's linked on your Instagram? You have the uh, voting probably. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go to Naomi's, go to Black Dress uh, Comedy and vote for Naomi. Naomi, please send my love to Andy. Good luck today with your test. Thank you so much. Good luck. Never go to Tesco again. It's over. Um, Please just continue to thrive in London and tell these hoes to wear a mask. I will. And guys, you can follow. Now I'm going to plug for my shit. She like hangs up halfway. I'm like, Naomi, (gasps) she's gone. (laughs) Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at Mishcall. And also, please, if you love this podcast, tell your friends. Also, rate it, review it. Reading the reviews is actually one of my favorite pastimes. Um, Really? (laughs) It's so fun. You never read your reviews. People are really funny. No, I can't. I'm scared. Really? Yes. Everyone's usually very nice and honestly, like very clever. That's why I know my fans are smart. Yeah. That's why I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to know. It is good to know. Um, I love you all. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Have a great week, Naomi. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, dear.
forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, Go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.